Hello and welcome to today's episode of Life by Belinda, where we talk everything love, inspiration, flow and energy. I'm Belinda and in case we just met, I'm a women's empowerment coach and energy healer. I'm best known for guiding women who are tapped out, anxious and overwhelmed to play by their own rules, to tune into their intuition, heal trauma and align their energy so they can step into their highest potential and thrive. This is how we create the calm, fulfilling and abundant lives we all crave. We do this by diving deep into self, peeling back the layers of everything you're not and discovering the true power of who you really are. And the best part is you already have everything you need. You just might not know how to access it. And that's where I come in. And welcome to today's episode where we are talking about mums who really just want some time to themselves but never take it, right? To the busy mom who puts everybody else first and knows she needs some time, knows she wants some time, totally plans to make some time, just never seems to really get around to it. Right, and I I know that I've got my hand up to this. I am much better than I used to be at being able to either ask for some time, make some time, or take some time. Um, but it's it's a process, right? So you could be on different sides of the scale, um, but if you're a mum, chances are you feel me. We've all felt this way at some point in some way. And I think it's really important to kind of acknowledge that it's totally normal um, to, to A, need some time to yourself, like just some space. It's totally normal to put everybody else first. You know, if we talk about masculine and feminine energy then the feminine is loving and nurturing and we're driven by our intuition right and when we become mothers often that instinct and that intuition like it kicks up into high gear right we everyone's different right we all have it but it's kind of like there's a volume button and or a volume, what is a dial, like a, a knob that you turn. <laughs> um, so we all have that, but you may or may not be really in tune with it or maybe notice it very much. But definitely when you become a mom, wherever on the scale you were, the volume gets turned up, right? Because... Um, physiologically in your body things change when you go through the process of making a baby your I mean parts of your brain literally rewire themselves but um, so it's like it's a really natural evolution when different parts of you change when you become a mother right but as a feminine being who is naturally um, in that um, state more 
loving and nurturing and intuitive, then you become a mother and it turns into high gear. Plus, when you become a mum, you are gifted a newborn baby who is completely reliant on you, right? And we're not talking here about, um, I'm not going to go into like, if you have somebody else doing it with you and sharing the load and like, I'm not talking about that. That's a whole separate thing. But the physical and practical and emotional elements at play when you have a new baby is your intuition as one element kicks into high gear and you like really connected with this new little baby who needs you for everything. So your needs do go to the bottom of the list and that is normal. And we give all of ourselves to the care of this baby. And by default, that means baby comes first, I come second right? And that is totally normal. And it is the way it is meant to be. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. However, as the baby grows, they naturally grow and shift and change and adapt and they become able to do different things. And the practical side, i.e., how often you change nappies, how much care you take of them. It changes, right? You're not on that three-hour eat, sleep, burp, repeat cycle, right? It changes. And as that changes, um, we are actually able to then bring ourselves back into being a priority. It's just that so many of us don't. There's no, you know, like when you get a baby, it's like, okay, first you were pregnant and you start looking after yourself a little bit extra because you're creating a new life and you do all the things you're meant to do, yada, yada, yada. But then you get a baby and there's like this thing that happens, right? Ta-da, you have a baby. It's, you can't miss it. That's when you get booted to the bottom of the list. But there's no big aha moment that somebody goes, okay, now you can come back onto the list. Now you can make yourself a priority again. That, there's no big sign. There's no flashing light that tells you, okay, now's the time. For a lot of women, that only happens again when the kids go to school. That's five years down the line. That's a long-ass time, ladies. And I think it's just important to kind of notice that that they do become more capable, more self-sufficient. And if we are getting feelings of like needing more time to ourselves and never being able to do it and never getting around to it, even though we want it, even though we need it, even though we mean to, then that there is a sign to say like, oh, okay, maybe it's time that I allow myself to make myself a priority again, right? Because, and we'll touch on this in another episode where like what your emotions are, what is the purpose of them, where do they come from, what are they there for? Like that is another episode, but they are never random. So if you're getting feelings of um, 
you know, this could show up in many ways. It could be maybe you feeling sad because like nobody cares about you. Everybody else matters, but you don't matter. It could look like that. Or it could look like you're getting resentful, like everybody else gets everything that they need, but like nobody cares about you. Nobody's there picking up after you. Or it could be like anger that comes that you like, you have like fits of rage because all of these feelings are building up and that's how it's coming out for you. So the way that it comes out will be different because we are all different um, and that's a wonderful thing. That's what makes life interesting. But if you are noticing in any which way that you feel the desire to have more time for yourself, but you just never do it, you never get to it, and you're not able to, it is possible that that time where you can reintroduce yourself as a priority has come and maybe has long gone and you never noticed it and you never brought yourself back into being a priority, right? So just hearing this, just thinking about these things and like, where this conversation is going to provoke your thought to go is creating awareness and that in itself will begin to get different cogs turning and it will have a ripple effect for you. That again, that could look like many different things. Maybe just hearing this, you go like, ah, shit, that's me. I completely deprioritize myself and actually I don't need to I do have and my kids are a little bit bigger or I do have support or I could make time it's just that I don't because I've made myself so unprioritized that I just always favor something else or someone else over myself but now that I see that that awareness can create a shift right and that's oh man that is where the magic is so hang on I need a sip of water so there's like some awareness right and but a different part of the puzzle is like why why is it important? So maybe there's not like the awareness, oh, okay, I, I do see, maybe I've deprioritized myself, maybe I can bring myself back onto the list of things that need, deserve, require attention um, or time or investment or whatever. Um, but why is it then important to do? Why is it something that definitely should be high up on the priorities list? Because you do have a family and they do rely on you. And we don't just get to check out of that. But what that means, if you thought of yourself like a bank account, is that there's always going to be someone drawing money. Always. It's going to be you or it's going to be someone else, but there's always a withdrawal. And if there's never any deposits, then 
naturally you're going to go into the red. And when you go into the red, you can only go so far before you run into some sort of trouble, right? It would be kind of like um, trying trying to drive a car that's running low on petrol and saying like, oh yeah, I'll fill up later, oh yeah, I'll fill up later, oh yeah, I'll fill up later, and never getting to it. You can't drive a car with no petrol. It's not going to get anywhere, right? You can only go so far unless you fill up, unless you put in a deposit, unless you put something in the tank or something in the bank, right? So it's really, really important because it's actually impossible to get very far without doing it. So although it may seem trivial, it isn't. It's really important to be able to A, get yourself back on the priorities list and B, start investing in yourself in like filling your own cup we've all heard the saying you can't pour from an empty cup it's like it's like (laughs) it's like a like I don't know what a catchy slogan or a a buzz phrase or whatever and yet how many of us do it right it's it's one thing to know but it's a different thing to do so now we've got the awareness. We understand why it's important. But then the natural next question is like, okay, I hear you, Belinda, but what do I do about it? How do I actually shift the scales? And like I said already, just having the awareness about this is already going to start shifting things and being aware of how important it is to give yourself that time and space is also going to shift things and the ripple effect that it will have that I couldn't possibly tell you or forecast what it would be but there will be a ripple effect and That'll look different for everybody, but it will begin a sequence of events that will start to change things over time, like dominoes. Maybe it'll be you get 10 minutes to yourself and instead of going, oh, I really should do the dishes, you go, but you know what? I'd really rather sit outside and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, or I'd really rather just sit down and stare out the window right now. It's picking yourself over everything and everyone else. It's it's small things that add up, right? So the awareness is a big part of it. The next part of it is keeping it simple. It doesn't have to be a big thing to have a big effect. It doesn't have to be a big deposit. Sometimes, you know, petrol-wise, if we go back to that analogy, sometimes you only put 20 bucks in 
because you just need to be able to get from here to there and all you have is 20 bucks. And sometimes you fill the tank. And the same is true for us. Putting anything in is good. Anything in is better than nothing. So if the most you can give yourself is sitting down instead of being productive, then do that. And if it's going for a walk by yourself in a 15-minute break instead of whatever else, then do that. What it is that you need, you will come up with. And that, again, will be another episode where we'll dive deep into finding what it is that makes you happy, that fills your tank, and that lights you up. Um, But for the moment, just keep it simple. Anything that means you are prioritizing yourself and making an investment is a good thing, right? So keep it simple. A little bit goes a long, long, long way. And just being intentional about it. Again, being intentional. Oh, set your intentions. Be intentional. I feel like that can be such a buzzword at the moment. But in this context, what I really mean is if we were to talk about you've got 10 minutes and you're like, I'm going to do something for myself. Just thinking that means you are setting your intention, you are choosing consciously to do something for yourself, to invest in your own account instead of just carrying on unconsciously. So there's a difference between flopping onto the couch exhausted and just sitting there numb and oblivious and going, you know what? I'm just going to sit down for 10 minutes because I feel like actually that's really just what I need right now. I just need to sit down and be still for 10 minutes. That is the power and the difference of being intentional, right? What you do is up to you, but keep it simple and make it easy. Whatever it is you decide to do, if you are going to go, you know, that little extra mile, we're not talking about, okay, you're just going to sit down and take a load off. If you are going to go the extra mile, still keep it simple. That might mean, you know, reading a book or taking a bath or going for a walk or having coffee with a friend or phoning a friend and having a conversation or listening to a podcast or coloring in or painting or whatever, or dancing or gym or exercise, whatever, you know, the, the thing that you're going to do is different, but you keep it simple and then you make it easy. So if you're going to read a book, you need a book to be able to read a book. So you've got to buy the book, right? And then you leave it somewhere that you're going to see it. Make it easy. If you want to go to the gym more, take your gym clothes out. Put a bottle of water in the fridge when you fill the kids' water bottle up. Um... Set a time on your phone that reminds you or print out the class timetable or get a personal trainer if you need the accountability, whatever. But make it easy. (sighs) More water. So some tips on making it easy, right? Making it easy is 
a way that is going to ensure that you actually do whatever the thing, because now it's not such an uphill battle. It's there, it's ready to go, it's easy. Simple and easy. But some little hacks around that that I have found really helpful for me and for other women that I speak to is um, having a, like you can do daily, weekly, monthly. So if there's a daily thing that you always do, like a ritual that makes it kind of easy because you always do it, you get into the habit of it. So a little ritual that I have is most often um, my two girls are chilling, playing, whatever, after lunch, and my little one has a nap. When I put her down for a nap, the other kids are busy, I make myself a coffee, I go sit outside, and I walk on the grass, I kind of like, I like to earth, right? If you know about earthing or grounding, I like to walk barefoot on the ground. And having that coffee is like an anchor in my day. It's a ritual that I have. I put the one to sleep, the other ones are occupied, and I take that moment intentionally for myself because everything else has been busy, 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 busy. And I take that moment for myself. Right, So every day now, because I've done that over and over and over again, I look forward to it and um, it's like a little gift to myself in the day. Okay, then an example of like a weekly thing, I highly recommend setting a weekly date with yourself. I am actually on mine right now. Saturday mornings is my time and this is what I am doing with my time because I love this. But regardless, every Saturday morning, I know that it's my time and my family knows that it's my time. So the way that that started is because I was the mom who didn't take time to herself, who didn't have time to herself, who didn't prioritize herself. And this in my own journey is something that helped me to be able to get that. So it meant having a conversation with my husband. And no, that wasn't like, oh, let's all sit down and have a family meeting and it's all perfect. No, it meant that I got to the point where I was losing my shit and I didn't know what to do and I needed to find a way and I come up with solutions and this was one of them. And he was like, well, it makes sense, you know, on a Saturday morning because Saturday I'm not at work so I can have the girls and you have some time to yourself. Um. And I didn't know it at the time, but why that was extra valuable is because I found it really hard to take time to myself. So without it being a given that on a Saturday morning, everybody knows what's happening, the same as if it was like a ballet class that the kids needed to be at, on Saturday from this time to this time, this is my time. Everybody knows it. Everybody expects it. So it's not like... I need to go and ask like, hey, so can I just take some time to myself? Because that would have been a hard thing for me to do. That was going to mean I was unlikely to do it. It was leaving the door wide open for guilt to creep in. It was leaving the door wide open for me never actually doing it. Um, and that having that conversation, setting the expectation that everybody knows what is happening, when it's happening, 
it makes it easy. That's how I made it easy for myself. I set a date, like a recurring time with myself as if it was a ballet class that everybody knows about it and there's no asking to have it. It's a given, it's mine, I take it, right? So that was how I made it simple and easy for myself where had I not done that, it would have been really hard and I can guarantee you I'd maybe only take one Saturday a month instead of every Saturday, right? So the awareness is now there if it wasn't already. The understanding of how important it is to invest instead of only ever withdrawing is there if it wasn't already. You have some tips on how you can make it happen. Keep it simple and make it easy so that you can get that time you need to yourself. Because taking the time to just be who you are, to just rest, to relax, to enjoy, to check out, to put the mental load on pause and just do something for you, that is where the magic lies. That is what is going to make you able to keep giving. It's going to make you able to give in a better way instead of begrudgingly or letting it um, bring up resentment in you, right? Because it's different. Giving out of love and giving out of force or guilt or resentment or have to, it's different. It feels different to the person on the receiving end and it feels different to you. So I hope that that has been helpful to you. If it has, let me know. I do love to hear back. Um, and if you know a mom that this would be helpful for, share it with her. We're all about uplifting each other, right? Because together we shine, together we rise. So that's it from me for today. And until the next time, see ya.